1: plushcare.com slash weight loss.
2: I know what you are.
0: Say it. Out. loud. Say it. Hello and welcome to Where You Been Loca episode 21. I'm Marissa. I'm Kayla. And I'm Ariana. And today we're covering chapter 21 of New Moon Verdict. Before we begin, where the hell have you been and what the hell are you drinking, Loca? I am still drinking water and
1: I have been... What did I do on Friday? I don't think I did anything.
2: Like me. Can't remember.
1: Yeah, I know what I did on Saturday on sunday i think i really did oh on friday nick and i went for a run after work at wissa hicken i struggled through two miles i would too (laughs) same the only reason i finished it was because he was like "Come on you can do it you got it you can i'm like i'm gonna die any second now, just leave me here like Bella, please. <laughs> and when we finished, he was like, All right, I'm gonna do another lap. I was like, Okay, <laughs> I'll just be here. <laughs> I'm gonna do another lap. What a monster Yeah, so he just did a quick four miles, which, like, honestly is like chump change to him. Yeah, now that he's done the half. I mean, I don't think he likes to do like much more than that, mm-hmm. but he did say he was gonna go for like a long run at some point this week. I was like, <laughs> four miles isn't your long run <laughs> ah so how <laughs> so I spent my Friday and then I passed out at like 10 p.m. so I was just I couldn't after that I was so tired he stayed up till like midnight looking up articles and shit on his phone <laughs> I was like, sorry and then Saturday we had Kat and Ethan's wedding which was in New Jersey at like a cute little barn situation Cute. Yeah, it was nice. I mean, it rained, so they had to move it indoors. That sucks. Yeah, but it was still really nice inside. Uh, their cocktail hour, amazing. I love this like new cocktail hour trend where like everybody's trying to like be the cocktail hour. Mm-hmm. This was pretty good. Dylan's was still better, but this one was pretty damn close. I love that. And then their dinner was. A lobster tail, Caesar, and then chicken or filet. So I was like, filet, obviously. And obviously, just great food all around. I love that. So that was nice. And their cake was like a cannoli cake, which I also feel like is very popular. Dylan's was a cannoli cake and like little mini donuts. And I love a donut. So,
0: love a great. donut.
1: So yeah, that was fun. Their after party was, like, at the venue, Mm -hmm. but it just, like, moved back downstairs where the cocktail hour was. Mm -hmm. And they weren't doing cocktails anymore, obviously, but it was, like, wine, beer, and bullet. That was your option. I was like, wine and beer, sure. How did you weasel bullet onto that menu for your after party, party. like, wind down hour? (laughs) So that was interesting. And then Sunday, I had anticipated just being hungover and doing nothing and sleeping Mm -hmm. and, like, maybe playing a little Animal Crossing. But instead, we went to the uh, Italian Market Street Festival. (laughs) Oh, I heard about that. I wish I went this year. I haven't been in so long. It was fine. Like, I wasn't as hungover as I, like, I started out really hungover, and then I was, like, fine. So that wasn't an issue. But it was so so crowded yeah so crowded yeah because the weather was so nice on sunday yeah so like you couldn't even really like get in to see the vendors because you're really just stuck in this like cattle shoot of people just trying to like get to the other end Mm. and you're not really seeing anything along the way uh we ended up just like walking from one end to the other and then like picking up a place to get food and then we were like this is crazy and it was finally like, kind of at the ends of the street, but right in the middle where they do the grease the pole challenge. Yeah. It's just a total roadblock because everybody stops to watch, watch and then you can't get through. So, I mean, we obviously stopped and watched too. And I mean, they were getting up there. Yeah. <laughs> that thing was slathered. I mean, like chunks of whatever that shit is that they I put up there. I saw a
2: video of it. Don't Honestly, do, like, I Crisco? think i like Barstool. Yeah, that's
1: the word. I couldn't remember what it was called. What'd you say?
2: I saw a video of it on Instagram. I forget.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, I think all the Philly accounts were posting it. Yeah. But they were making, like, human towers, basically, because there's no, yeah, no other way. So like, way. Yeah, you had to do no it as way. a team. You can't yeah. do it by yourself. Yeah. So, I mean, that was fun. And I had a good cheesesteak, and I got some street corn. I really wanted... Pineapple pina colada because they had like chunks of pineapple dipped in tahine on it mm-hmm. and like some sort of tahini straw and I was like yeah oh, I, I had fucking I like had this. one there once it was fucking uh, so good I just like couldn't bring myself to spend forty dollars on corn a pina colada and a cheese
0: steak. yeah it hurts a little bit but so, it's kind of fun
1: I was like I'm just gonna take the five dollar street corn over the twenty dollar pina colada <laughs> but. Oh, and I got a cannoli and tiramisu. So that was also why I didn't get <laughs> a pineapple. It's <laughs> good. But yeah, no, it was nice. Ariana, where have you been? What are you drinking? Nothing. I actually don't have a drink.
2: Hmm. Um so after my uh pooping and puking episode for like two days, <laughs> uh, I felt better. I, I like I like could not work on Tuesday because I just was not doing well and i like sent an email out to like whatever saying like i had neurovirus and i like couldn't work and i got so many responses back like i am so sorry Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's Um, so funny and then like i was in the office today and some people were like yeah like i saw your email like what is that and i was like to put it bluntly i was pooping and puking like That's what was happening to
0: me. (laughs) Do you know that norovirus is what everybody thought COVID was before it was Mm -hmm. like before they found out it was COVID because they had originated on a cruise ship. So everyone's like, oh, it's just norovirus. Like, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Whoops.
2: Yeah. So like Monday, like I said, I was fine. And then it just kind of hit me. And then Tuesday, I was like out of commission. I was not feeling good. Um, But then Wednesday kind of turned a corner. Got my nails done. Uh, Thursday was Nick's birthday. So we went out to dinner.
1: Oh, happy birthday, Nick.
2: Happy birthday, Nick. Mhm. And then Friday we drove to North Jersey and we had dinner at John's now wife's family's house. Um and then Saturday there was like a service and then Saturday night we went to her family's house again and then Sunday was my brother's wedding yay, yay. you Woo. look so pretty thank you it was fun I had I, I really had a nice weekend we like really bonded with Yael's family and, that's nice like I, I mean I was telling you this before but she has like the cutest nieces and nephews like I just they're just give uh, me cute aggression like that's so freaking cute <laughs> especially this one little boy oh my god he's so adorable um but yeah, and then like Monday we had, we just like went out to brunch because the, the wedding was on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, And then Monday we like went out to brunch and then like Nick and I drove home. But that was my weekend. My
1: my brother got married. Woo. Yeah, that's a fun weekend. That was a fun yeah, weekend. It was
2: like, a, I mean, it was a very long and like there was like a lot going on and I was like exhausted on Monday, but... It was fun. I I mean, yeah, you went
1: into like a busy weekend after barely recovering Mm -hmm. from
2: neurovirus. Yeah. 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 So it was a long weekend, but it was a fun weekend. Cool. Yeah. I thought it was going to be more stressful than it actually was. So that's always good.
0: Yeah. Good. Great. So for me, I stopped working eight days in a row uh, because Friday was Maura and Kevin's wedding. Um so uh, Friday morning I got up bright and early and went and got my nails done and had to run like a couple of errands you know like get their card and grab a couple things from Sephora that I like ha- was out of and have been putting off because I'm the worst. Um and then I drove to Delaware where the wedding was and I was kind of a flower girl at their wedding (laughs) so I wasn't in the wedding but I I Maura tasked me with the job to they did a petal toss as they were coming down the aisle after they were married so she made me a cute she literally made me a flower girl basket I actually am dying she made me a basket and they had little you know those pretty mesh bags or whatever full of petals and I had to hand them out to all of the people in the aisle seats and then I also had to tell everyone when it was time to like throw them so it was like kind of funny because I was like going up to people in these aisles I'm like hi couple you know the couple's doing a pedal toss so like you know and people were like what is that and I'd be like you know it's like in lieu of a rice toss like when they come down the aisle we're gonna throw the pedals and I was like Don't worry about knowing when it's time because unfortunately I have to tell you I'll be shouting. So I was literally instructed by the wedding planner to be like, okay, like get your petals out. Like throw it. I did not do that. But like mm -hmm. after the like ceremony. Yeah. So they get married. They wanted you to just yell to the crowd. Yep. Sure did. And I did not do that because
1: I that's crazy. Why can't you simply say when they begin their exit?
0: people need reminding <laughs> people people need reminding of like when it's time because also they came down the aisle and paused so they could get the photo so it was like more important that once they paused people were like really throwing the petals okay so once i know they pause, listen listen, listen i didn't shout all i did was just i had the little baggie so i said okay <laughs> i didn't even oh. make a noise but it was good it, it turned out really nice good like it was great the wedding was at this place um called the greenville country club it looks like a little mini castle and their wedding was in like the back garden and it was like very like you know just really pretty and like nice um and then we had the official after party at There was two hotels, so it was at the hotel that I was staying at, at their, like, rooftop bar, and then we had the after-after party in our hotel room, mine and Heather and Danny's hotel room. We split a room, and there were people in our room until 6 a.m. Like, we were literally partying all night long.
1: Oh, it was, no. like, fun,
0: though, and honestly, yeah. at, like, 5.30, I, like, got into bed and was like, I'm going to go to sleep, and more and Kevin were like, do you want us to leave? And I was like, N- absolutely not. I said, I don't want you to leave. I want you guys to hang out here for as long as you want, but I'm going to go to, I have to just close my eyes, <laughs> <laughs> and, sh- and, they- and literally they go okay like we can believe her she would dead ass tell us to leave if like she really wanted us to and I was like that's correct I would say it's time for you to go I don't care I and I just went right to bed and then I came home and was just like vegging out all day which was nice took a little nap got some McDonald's Mm. Ordered a pizza. Mm-hmm. It was. Gr- well, I had McDonald's on my way home. It was like at noon. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> I know, I know. and then I had pizza for dinner. So I had a real disgusting. <laughs> we love that. Yeah. We also had McDonald's after Cat Nathan's the next morning. So good in the morning. It's yeah. so good in the morning. And then on Sunday, I had another like kind of lazy day just because I have – and I just worked for so many days and I had a crazy like night. I was like, you know what? I'm just like not going to do anything. Yeah. Um. But I did go to dinner with my dad and my sister because my mom's on vacation. And every year when my mom goes on her vacation, the three of us go to a seafood restaurant because she's allergic to shellfish, my mom. So we go out to a, a seafood restaurant and we just – ball out we get Hmm. everything and like just and it's nice because then my dad can go home and like doesn't have to worry about like decontaminating himself yeah (laughs) and like my sister and I get free seafood it's fucking awesome yeah that's nice Mm -hmm. yeah Uh, and then I worked Monday and today was supposed to be my day off but I went in to get some overtime and I achieved the unachievable and I cleaned out our entire display room Bro, (laughs) I should have really taken a better before shot or like a video or something than the one that I took because you can't even see the half of it. The room is not that big. I mean, it's like long, but it's not – it's like a – I don't know. I would call it like the size of like a dining room maybe. I took 10,000 steps just in that room cleaning today. And it's not air-conditioned up there. And I was moving heavy furniture and heavy shit and, like, cleaning up. I was I was so grimy when I came home from work, but I achieved it. That shit is spotless. So, yeah, I'm tired, but I feel accomplished. Nice. Thank you.
1: I like that we all had... A wedding
0: this weekend on a different day—Friday, a, Friday, a Saturday, and a Sunday. I know. Mm-hmm. So many people on Instagram I saw had weddings this weekend. Like everybody mm-hmm. was at a wedding. Someone
2: I work with got married this weekend.
0: It's a positive. Um, positive. It's a popular weekend. Yeah.
2: Well, the uh, at the wedding ceremony, like in a Jewish wedding, that it's not like the bridesmaids and the and mm-hmm. the groomsmen. It's like the uh, girls' family and the and the guys' family stand mm-hmm. together instead mm-hmm. of like. Girls and boys, and so I was standing next to Jeremy because it's like your parents, then the siblings, then everyone else.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And me and Jeremy like started like tearing up during the wedding, and we both looked at each other. And we were like, "You better fucking stop right <laughs> now!" Like, we were both like about uh, to just cry. So, cute. and we just looked at each other, and
0: we were like, "Dude, you gotta stop!" Like, <laughs> "Oh, you're gonna cry? Wait, well, okay, is." So I wonder then, are you going to stand on Bethany's side or on Jeremy's side? Are they not having a fully traditional no, Jewish they're, wedding? They're
2: not. I don't think. Okay. I think they're having like boys and girls, Boy, like but, brides. But and... in a true Jewish wedding, it's, it's like, like family. It's like men's fam, like groom's family, bride's family standing together. Mm, okay. On the on each side of the chuppah. But yeah, me and Jeremy were just like, we
1: have to stop this right now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's actually so cute.
1: Kat came out like I thought she was just going to be bawling through the whole thing. because She came out through the door and was just like, oh, my God, Maura was the same. <laughs> like Sobbing. I was like, oh, I'm going to cry looking at you and you haven't even gotten down the aisle Oh, yet. my God. You just entered the room. No, literally
0: <laughs> all everything. Si- Maura's walking down the aisle like this. I was like. Oh my god, she's not going to be able to like do anything. Like, and then I, but I couldn't then see her when she got up there. But like, um, Heather's sister was sitting on Kevin's side just because like that's where her parents got the seats. And Ashley said that Mora the whole because everyone was nervous because she wasn't keeping it together coming down the aisle and during the whole ceremony, Ashley was like, Mora was just like this the whole time at like
2: Kevin, <laughs> like
0: so excited, <laughs> biggest cheesiest grin, like Aww. literally like just so happy. And everyone's like, wait you were supposed to have a panic attack <laughs> like in a good way like I she was know. just like so like overwhelmed but
2: my my grandma also came up to me at one point and she was like ariana
0: i'm not gonna be here much longer
2: and nick's a really nice guy so so it I was along like, i was like she was like it's, it's time to get married. I was like, no, it's not.
0: <laughs> she said, I am just a baby.
2: <laughs> she was like, I'm not going to be here long, so you have to get going. And what I are you, 24, like, 23, 24? I'll be, I'll be 24 in July. That's right. And then my aunt also came up to me and she was like, when do you think you're getting married? And I was like, bro, what is with everyone asking me when I'm getting married? I mean, and you and I have only been together like two, a year and a half now? Two years? Yeah, like a year and a half. Yeah. Um, could
0: you imagine?
2: But, and then my aunt was like, well, when are you getting married? And she, I was like, probably not for a while. Like, I don't, I don't have plans to get married at, at this moment. Um, And she was like, well, you guys live together. And I was like, yeah, but like, I don't know. I don't, I'm not ready to get married like right now. Yeah. And then she was like, well, I got married when I was 23. And I was like, can you stop? Like, <laughs> yeah, like- <laughs> this is a lot of pressure. Yeah. <laughs> not a lot of pressure, but I was like, why is everyone like... And then my other aunt came up to me and was like, you and Nick are so cute. And I was like, oh, my God, please stop.
1: I like if one more, person- <laughs> one more person compliments us and tells us we're meant to be together and to just do it now, <laughs> then I will just
0: break up with him simply. And <laughs> that will be the end of that.
1: It's like we can
2: wait like another year or two maybe and then we can think about it. Thanks.
0: <laughs> yeah. My parents got married at 25.
2: My parents were 29, so they were older.
0: Anyway. Let's get a recap of what happened last time. So
1: last time, Alice and Bella wound their way through the streets of Volterra until they couldn't go any further. Bella jumped out and ran like the wind through the square while the clock tolled and tolled and tolled again. (laughs) She crashed into Edward just in time to save him, or so she thought. The Volturi broke up their reunion to take them to the dungeons for a chat.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. So, getting into this chapter, Edward, Alice, and Bella are guided into a large room where they meet the rest of the Volturi, Aro, Caius, and Marcus.
1: (laughs) Caius? How do you say it? I love that we can't get this shit straight. What is Uh, it? Caius? Caius.
2: What did I say? Caius? Caius. See. You got As me in all in my head K-us, because I Aro. was
1: thinking arrow.
2: Like in my head I was like, it's not arrow. It's not arrow. And then, and I, then knew I was like it was Arrow, but like, like I just So I had wasn't I wasn't focusing on what is a Caius case? Caius. I wasn't focusing on the Caius part. I was focusing on the Arrow part, even though it's Arrow. Anyway. R- <laughs> <laughs> I also found out where some of these names come from. Not oh. the, not these, but in her book towards the end she does like a thank you and a lot of the volturi Mm -hmm. people um she says thank you for letting me use your names for my characters in the book so that's that's probably why i don't think megan was one of them but i was like some of them are i forget whose name she used but um well the real name is
1: what is it uh dora or something oh my god
0: it's something (laughs) it's marcus was like with Demetria or like Dim- Dimithamadia or something like that, <laughs> I like it. and Dimadome, K- Duck the Dimsdale Dimodome. We make this joke every fucking time. Um, and then Caius, Demidia? okay, what I, is it? I Demidia? got the names. Demidia? something like that. I'm not sure.
2: Uh, so it's not it's not for the vo- well. I guess one of them is the Volturi, but um, to her siblings, Emily, Heidi, Paul, Seth, and Jacob. Thank you for letting me borrow uh, your names. Jacob. I hope ben I didn't Seth. do anything with them that makes you wish you didn't. Makes you wish oh, you, you hadn't. Oh, and Emily.
1: Emily, Heidi. Emily, Heidi.
2: So Heidi's in the Volturi. <laughs> yeah. That sucks. <laughs> Paul, Seth, and Jacob.
0: Um, yes. Heidi is, I think Heidi is with. with is Heidi's the bodyguards the human. or something. No, she's the no. human that brubs no, them. No, that's Gianna. Oh. Um so who's Heidi? Didyme is Marcus's deceased Didyme. mate. Did it, yeah, D-I-D-Y-M-E.
1: So what is Heidi to them? Because I thought she she's, she's a
2: vampire. I don't know her exact relation to them, but I know she's a vampire. Because she... Gaius's is,
0: wife or mate is Athena Dora. Hmm. What's Heidi I mean? is a member of the Volturi Guard. Hmm. She's the one who brings humans to them. That's why I to satisfy she, their thirst.
1: I knew that's what she did. I just thought she was a human doing that. I thought she was like,
0: no, no. Sure. She's she got, like goes in She's got blue like, contacts in, and it makes her eyes a really crazy purple. And that's when Bella's like, that's probably part of her appeal. To like she's so beautiful, and then has these like crazy like purpley eyes, makes her seem like mm. unreal. And that's why she gets all these people. So she's the Fisher. Mm. Yes. Okay. Okay, so Aro is
2: fascinated by Edward and Alice's gifts. However, the Volturi ponder over what to do with Bella. Thanks to Aro's fascination with Bella's immunity to their gifts, as well as Alice's promise to turn Bella, the three of them are allowed to leave unscathed, but not before a large crowd of humans is ushered in to satisfy the Volturi's hunger.
0: Mm -hmm. All right. So I'm just going to jump right in. The group stepped into what appeared to be an office building of sorts. Off-white walls, industrial gray carpet, rectangular fluorescent lighting. Jane was awaiting the group at the end of the hall, holding the doors open to an elevator. The short ride brought them to a reception area where a beautiful human woman greeted them to Bella's astonishment. She, quote, couldn't comprehend what this human woman was doing here. Totally at ease, surrounded by vampires. Now you know what you look like, Bella. Are you serious? You yeah. can't. You can't imagine what she's doing there. You are literally doing the same thing right yeah. now. She's looking at you and going, "Hmm, what is this? Phoenix to Washington State, eight thousand, doing with all these vampires?"
2: <laughs> Yeah, I wonder too. So the Gianna, she seems super like happy and mm-hmm. likes her job, I guess if you want to call it a job. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like I think it's Edward who explains later. Like once, once these humans like, eventually they just kill
1: them. So like, I just does she not know that? It's the conversation Edward has with Caius. Yeah, like
2: like she's so happy to be doing what she's doing, but eventually they're just gonna. Pluck her off like she didn't matter she at all. He
1: probably doesn't know that.
0: Yeah, she, is she either doesn't know that or she thinks that maybe she'll be a vampire all soon? Yeah, or
1: like, well, I think it's both of those. Like, I don't. think yeah. I think she's gonna. She thinks she's going to be turned into one of them and doesn't realize that they're just gonna
0: eat her when whenever they decide yeah. is the time,
1: which is probably arbitrary. Yeah, uh, yeah I think Kaya says like when they no longer prove like I forget, useful. I mm. forget what they, yeah. Some There was like some reason. I might cover it in my section. I think I covered it. Yeah. It's in my section, but I don't know how much detail I went into.
0: Well, I guess we'll find out. hmm Just past reception, a pale boy who could have been Jane's twin comes forward to meet them. Alec is his name, and he examines Bella and can't believe this wet rat is what caused all of the trouble for our dear Edward whose expression remained pretty contemptuous until he hears the thoughts of Alex and of Alec and Felix and is ready to fucking throw hands until Alice brings him back down to earth. So like what do you guys think that what do you think they were thinking intentionally to like make Edward they're going to eat Bella? Because Felix like Alec whatever says like this is what the commotion is about and then he thinks something and then Felix says dibs, so it's like,
1: mm-hmm. I, think, I mean, Felix can't
0: hear what Alec is thinking. Obviously, he like probably like planned some kind of little like hee thing, but
1: yeah, I imagine they're talking about how good she probably smells, and he's like calling dibs on her, and Edward's like, absolutely the fuck not, like that's not why we're here.
0: Yeah, <laughs> all right, tensions aside. A hand-holding Alec and Jane lead the group down another seemingly never-ending hall until they step through into a round stone antechamber, the same dark, cold stone as the sewers. The room was so not... Does
2: not smell like poop? No. Oh. Okay. It doesn't. Cool. I imagine these are like... It's like castle. Oh, I thought
1: it was below... I thought it was below ground. Yeah, I thought
0: we were below ground,
1: too, but I was... No, they took an elevator oh, they up. took the elevator I forgot the, oh. they took
0: the elevator. They come out of the sewers, walk down a hallway, get into the office building looking like right, thing, right, thing, right. walk through that, reception's at the end, and then they get in the <laughs> elevator and go up. Okay. Or maybe they get me, they walk through like office space, and then they get in the elevator, and then there's reception, and then they walk to this like stone antechamber. Regardless, they're above ground. Well, in
1: the movie, I don't know how close this is, but they're. I popped a button. Uh, <laughs> they're like, they're giving tours of wherever
0: they are. They, yes. yeah, which that's is why like it what seems, they. It seems odd to me that it's like. People.
2: I don't know. In my head, I picture an office building as like really modern and whatnot, button. but in the thing they kind of portrayed as like ancient Italy history.
0: Yeah.
1: Tours. Yeah, yeah. I'm like. So I mean, how I'm does like that make sense? Museum of some
0: sort. But I don't know. It's like a business front, I guess. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense why there would be like an office building in the middle of this like historic castle like thing, but that's where they line them up to do the tours. It's questions we don't have answers to. It's
1: weird. Yeah.
0: So this stone antechamber round room thing is not empty. It held several throne like chairs spaced unevenly along the curving walls Thin, long windows two stories up through bright rectangles of sunlight onto the stone floor. And in the center of the room was a drain, which Bella thought they might use as an exit. Like the one they found, like the one they jumped into in the alley. That's so cute. I said, oh, no, Bella, girl, this drain is likely very much for drainage only. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Most definitely. <laughs> or dropping bodies that are drained. Yeah. <laughs> exsanguinated bodies, and they're dropping their husks down that hole. Yeah. Yeah. So a handful of vampires were also in the room, quietly chatting until all faces turned towards their group as they entered. Everybody was dressed inconspicuously in plain mortal clothing aside from Aro, who was in pitch black robes that brushed the floor. He delightfully greets Jane and floated towards them with such unnatural grace that Bella is truthfully stunned thinking even Alice could not compare. One of the most shocking things about Aro to Bella was his skin. It was translucently white, like the skin of an onion, and looked so delicate, Bella had a horrifying urge to touch it. Aro had the crimson eyes of a killer, but they were cloudy, milky. Does he also have the skin of a killer, He Bella? does not have the skin of a killer, <laughs> just the eyes. Yeah, well, do you think I'm that just,
2: is... I, I'm very confused about the eyes,
0: so I actually asked that question here, but um'm do we think it's a sign of his age or the sign of his think gift so, or neither? He's
2: immortal. like his body doesn't decay. yeah, but his skin yeah, but-
0: is like that because they like he they're so old and they never go in outside maybe because yeah. they don't go outside like they are like and in what is it breaking dawn. Um, the two Russian vampires that come to, like, stand witness who, like, want to fight, their skin is the same way because they're, like, just as old as the Volturi, but they've been desiccating, like, slowly for years. Yeah, they, they like, sat
1: on their thrones or whatever it was for yeah. s- however many centuries, like, refusing to even hunt or do anything, and they were just, like, withering away. So yeah, I raised the same question that? in my section in this, too, because, mm-hmm. like, they do actually does touch him. Mm-hmm. and she like describes it and I was like is this because I wasn't sure if it was because they're so old yeah that like eventually like it would kind of start deteriorating yeah like, or maybe they're just not
0: eating as frequently and I
1: also asked if it was maybe about not eating enough yeah I don't know so they have a enough. fucking feast later yeah but like yeah, think but about how f- often they get to do that, yeah. Like and, they still have to be inconspicuous, and you know? think about the amount of people right, well, in that, that room. Right. Well, that's
2: one of my questions later on: is how did this whole debacle of people just disappearing go
1: completely unnoticed? Yeah. But anyway, so well, i feel yeah. like it's partial. I think it's probably all three: like age, mm-hmm. lack of like regular feeding, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and probably like lack of sunlight. I don't know if they would have the same like effects because like obviously they like show who they are in sunlight but yeah i imagine it still maybe has some sort of impact on them yeah maybe like if well, your I think skin it isn't like getting the sun to like to glisten and whatnot like eventually yeah, maybe like, it feels, like, it like
0: yeah i don't know i mean
2: don't like in general if you're in darkness for like extended periods of time that like affects your eyes, so maybe because they yeah. just don't even see sunlight.
0: Yeah, I mean this room that they're in, the there's no lighting at all besides the sun that's coming through the high windows. So like, I'm imagining the only lighting they have is in the weird office building section of their building. <laughs> but anyway, we were taking a road. They were Romanians, not Russians. Oh, Romanians. <laughs> well, regardless. Um, but I feel like seeing Aro is really Bella's first true encounter with like a real vampire because the Cullens do everything to appear mortal. So she was never really in much shock about them, like nothing ever. They're like, yeah, so beautiful and graceful and like whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think for her, it's easy to put the Cullens in like almost a realm of humanity. Yeah. And then Aro is so above the realm of what her mind has associated with vampires to be like that it's just like everything about him is just like, well, like, oh, my fucking God, this what is about a vampire her
2: experiences with. What's his name?
0: With Laurent and James. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not the same. It's not the same because they're a they're they're not as old, not as graceful like they are still very they're blending in with the human world. Aro, Caius, and Marcus, and most of the Volturi are not going out into, like, they're not adapting their, like, people skills because they're not, they don't need to blend in because they are never going out there. Yeah. So they don't need to dull their mythological tendencies ever.
2: Yeah. Okay.
1: So I'm just on, like, a Reddit- for twilight mm-hmm. and they are like everybody is saying it's a sign of petrification from not from like sitting still too long not having to actively hunt for their food mm-hmm. they have food brought to them so they're not like living an active lifestyle of any sort mm-hmm. which then they compared to the romanians having sat on their thrones for however long mm-hmm. their eyes started turning like milky and their skin started to petrify and then once they like lost their empire Mm -hmm. they like regained like normalcy like their eyes cleared up and their like skin Mm. kind of like cleared up and stuff interesting they had to go back to like living on the run a predator lifestyle Yeah.
0: yeah okay great aro approaches jane kisses her full on the mouth and then steps back thrilled that she has not only brought edward back alive but also brought alice and bella weird that he kisses her on the lips <laughs> yeah. he must really like her that's all i gotta say it's his dear one i mean it is his dear one do you think they have do you think that they have carnal relations arrow and and jane do you think it's like a bellatrix voldemort kind of dynamic where she would but he's like i don't like you
1: oh that bella i was like are you
0: talking about Bella and Voldemort? I said Bella tricks the strange. I, I heard, heard Bella.
1: Bella I heard Bella tricks Voldemort. Oh, yeah, that's
0: God. what I heard. So I was
1: like, what? Maybe I said it that
0: way. Who knows? I guess we'll find out. Um, like when you No, I don't
1: know if that's how you said it, but like that's, that's, how, my that's how
0: my brain
2: heard it. That's probably how you said it, because that's also how my brain hurt.
1: <laughs> like, do you think this is a Bella tricks Voldemort scenario? And I was like, when does she
2: tickle? I think it I feel like it's just like an an RO power thing. Well,
0: I mean, I know that he obviously, his gift, and we learn this a little bit later in my section, is like all touch base, but he touches everyone else's hands and he comes up to, to Jane and says, thank you.
2: Yeah, I feel like is it's like a, a power yeah. thing. I don't know. Yeah, I could I see
0: think, it. I think that
1: probably. I could see it being do, do, a Bellatrix Voldemort thing. Do, 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 do,
2: do. <laughs> So <laughs> Which is weird to think about because in the movie she looks like a five-year-old, but well
1: whatever. she looks like a five-year-old in this as well. well yeah, yeah, yeah. She like is like, young when yeah. they're
0: both they're both like very young. young. Yeah. 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 I'll find out how old. Okay. So anyway, he kisses her and then he's like, Oh my god, you're so amazing. You brought Edward back and you brought Alice and you brought Bella. Oh my god, what it's a party now.
2: Oh God, that's not a good face.
0: How old? How old are they? How old are Alec and Jane? Twelve or thirteen. <gasps> Ew, he gives us a twelve year old. Well, How old is Ara um, supposed, supposed to be? <laughs> be? Like when was he turned? I need to know.
1: He's like 40, isn't he? His mid twenties. Okay. I don't love it. I don't
0: I don't <laughs> I don't either. Okay. He's like, oh my god joyful day the whole crew is here and he's like Felix go get Caius and Marcus they are absolutely not going to want to miss this and introductions need to be made Bella the star of the fucking show is here go get them and then he's like Edward what did I tell you aren't you glad that I didn't give you what you wanted yesterday hello I knew this was going to happen bestie (laughs) And Edward is like, yeah, I am happy. You're so right. What could I have possibly been thinking? He was just looking out for Edward. Yeah, he best said best interest. He said, "I listen. I know you better than know yourself. I knew this was gonna happen. We are besties, and come mother, come, come mother knows best. Panel. Yeah, <laughs> come join us. And he's like, you must tell me everything, the whole story, How, like what's. The hot goss what's the 411 and it's like a very jarring experience because Aro is acting very familiar and he does us the favor by calling this out and explaining that he feels like he already knows Alice and Bella because of his gift which is similar to Edward's but limited in a way that he is not he being Edward so Mm -hmm. quote uh, Edward explains this quote Aro needs physical contact to hear your thoughts, but he hears much more than I do. You know I can only hear what's passing through your head in the moment. Aro hears every thought in your mind – I'm sorry, every thought your mind has ever had.
2: How do you sort through that when you touch somebody?
0: Yeah, I imagine it's like a like, lot. Like how do you
1: like – I imagine experience? Yeah, but I know, also like, feel like it's threads of thought
0: that like lead you to the most current one.
1: Yeah, I kind of feel like it's similar to Renesmee's, like, where she, like, can touch you and show you what she, like, sees Mm -hmm. or feels or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it kind of, like, displays, like, a movie. Yeah. She's, like, showing you. Like, I think you see pictures in your head with hers. Yeah. I kind of feel like maybe his is similar. Yeah. I feel like his
0: is, like, a stream of consciousness that he hears up to, like, the current thought and then it stops, almost. Unless he can go back and like, like can list. he be like, like, probably
1: like take me
2: to april 24th 2001 and just whatever they were thinking on that day would that come to him
0: i mean i think maybe if he's still in contact with them i don't know that he can or maybe I mean, he can like, maybe my his point mind is, is like an archive he, i don't know when he
2: touches somebody how does he know what he's looking for like i don't i don't know you know what i mean like how does he
0: i feel like it's not necessarily like from start to end thoughts, every or? time That'd be a lot. Well, if he's already touched you once, he's received everything. So then it's just up until the last time he's touched you and then it's the next time. Probably. It's probably not every single time. Yeah, Yeah. but if
2: he touches you when you're like 80, that's
1: 80 years of memories and thoughts. Yeah.
0: yeah. talk to
2: him all at once.
1: I think that could be how it works. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. Because when Marcus is like telling Aro about like how close they are mm-hmm. in the relationship. All he
0: does is just a quick little. It's, it's like a tap. tap.
1: Yeah. And he's like, oh, my God.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> so Aro is obviously very envious of Edward's ability to, quote, hear from a different uh, hear from a distance. But at that moment, Felix returns with the two other reigning members of the Volturi. As Caius and Marcus boredly drift past Aro to take seats, Marcus briefly touches Aro's hand, letting him know his thoughts and Aro is amazed by what he learns. As we know, we mentioned this, I think, two episodes ago, maybe three, Marcus has the gift of identifying bonds and he is surprised by the intensity of Bellas and Edwards and, to be honest, so are we. Yeah, Yeah. Because I'm not seeing it. True. (laughs) But I wonder if he's also it's the um, shocked by the intensity of the bond between Alice and Edward, like because it's not a, like a it's an abnormal bond, as we learn from Alice when they're on the airplane. Like it's yeah. a bond like made out of like l- mutual love and respect and actual like familial ties. So I wonder if that kind of encom- when he's like, oh, I'm surprised by like how strong your bond is, if that's like really like the three of them, not just
1: I did read it as, like, the three of them mm. originally. And then when like, it goes into, like, Aro's spiel, mm-hmm. uh, and he's, like, Bella can't, like, keep up with him. He's, like, being so chaotic because he can, like... He's so he, chaotic. I mean, it is, but, like, I, when I went... I listened to it the first time, and I heard that part, and I was, like, okay, yeah, I would also be confused. And then when I went back and I, like, read it, mm-hmm. if you know... His gift and like what's going on, you can follow it very easily. easily but like yeah. being Bella, obviously she's like I have no yeah. fucking clue what he's talking about. Right.
0: I kind of like love Aro's energy. I know you're not supposed to, but I'm like, he oh is no, I love it. It's so good. fun to me. Mm-hmm. Well, he's like, he's kind of like genuine. Yeah, yeah,
1: he is. Which I think I said at some point in here. It's
0: odd. He, I mean, he, I mean, it's not odd actually, but like, yeah. That's, yeah, he just comes off
1: genuine and polite, even though he, like, might have, like, malicious intent. Yeah. He at least is, like, honest about it. Yeah. Like, he's not going to hurt you. He's going to, he, like, I'm not going to hurt you. Like, I'm just,
0: yeah. just here for and a good time. <laughs> I do think that he is honestly fascinated by the yeah. three of them. Like, it yeah. is just, like, something he has never encountered or something that's a novelty to encounter in his millennia. Yeah. I do think he's referring to, like, Edward
1: and Alice, but more so Bella, Edward and Bella. Oh Edward and Bella, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, I-, I read it as
1: Edward and Bella
2: um, well, because then the like the
1: conversation is more geared towards the two of the them. two of them, yeah. yeah, but I think there is another part, I think also in my section that he talks about like Carlisle's family and like whatnot. Mm-hmm. so I think it is both, but in this moment it's like more deductible. more Bella and Edward, yeah,
0: Bedward, Bedward, yeah. Bad
1: word. Bad word, yeah. <laughs> So Aro can't understand how Edward can stand so close to Bella when her blood sings to him. He thinks it's a waste. If it weren't for Aro's ability to smell her through Edward's memories, which the fact that he can
0: smell things through the memories too is like wild. You, yeah, it's wild because obviously he I think Bella smells good but like nothing crazy to the rest of them, but like he like he's the only one that can really experience like through Edward. Through Edward. So he senses he Senses and feels what Edward was feeling
1: in those memories. Yeah, crazy. Which is wild. He never would have believed that the call of someone's blood could be so strong, adding that most vampires would trade just about anything for such a gift. Such a meal. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Edward admits it's not without effort and less of a waste, more like a price. Aro says Edward reminds him of Carlisle, only Carlisle wasn't so angry. (laughs) He never thought to see Carlisle bested for self control, but believes Edward puts him to shame. Mm -hmm. Aro is surprised to feel pleased by Carlisle's success in the vegetarian lifestyle and that he has found others to share in the odd lifestyle. And this is when I said I think he's like very genuine. He does Mm -hmm. have like an actual like care and respect for Carlisle and probably more than like the members of his own coven.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well and I think and Edward says this also, like, way at the beginning of this book, I think, or maybe whatever it is. But he's, like, they they always said that, like, Carlisle was kind of a favorite amongst the Volturi. Like, they just, or maybe not they, definitely Aro, just, like, really valued him. And he was with them for, like, a while. Yeah. A couple hundred years. So it's, like, you can only... And I feel like that says
1: a lot because he doesn't have, like, a an obvious talent or gift Mm -hmm. he just has like wild self-control and is just like very like well educated self-educated refined yeah yeah like worldly Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. well-cultured and all of that they were in which i think his like personality
0: yeah which is like
1: yeah yeah like just simply who who he was yeah crazy that was the most impressive part about him which is honestly a
0: really Great compliment. Like, I think I might I be Team Aro. <laughs> I, like, same, dude. I know he's, like, a sociopath, <laughs> but, uh, like... But a genuine one. Aro just seems like an eccentric billionaire. Yeah. Like a... Cra- like <laughs> I mean, Pretty much. <laughs> yeah.
1: So Aro is also very curious about Bella being the one exception to Edward's talent. One that Aro seems to envy. I find this... Weird. That he envies like, Edward's Yeah, because I feel like Aro's talent is a lot better. Like, long distance and fleeting versus a single touch and knowing every feeling, memory, thought, emotion, all of it.
0: Yeah, I think that he's just more so envious, not necessarily of Edward's entire gift, but the fact that, like, Edward... It's from the distance. Thing, that it's he wants from, a distance. To from wants distance. He yeah. wants to be able to, like, hear what... What the people in his inner circle are thinking without them having to offer it to him. Yeah, especially because yeah. everyone
2: in that circle knows that he has to touch them for them to, for yeah. him to read whatever he and, want, he's reading. Yeah, so yeah it's but you like, can't you can't hide, you can't hide anything that from
1: that because as long like if it's Edward's gift, all you have to do is not think about whatever you don't want them to know. Yeah, you
0: can lie in your mind, as they say. That's yeah. true.
2: But I feel like it. I don't know. I feel like it's very hard to lie inside your mind. I mean, I know no, like saying, you can like, do it. Simply in think moment, about but-
1: Edward shaking his ass up on the wall instead of thinking about Bella, you know, hiding <laughs> in the closet. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like if you just think about something else, that's all Edward can, can hear. hear yeah. Him. Whereas if Ara were to touch you, he would know all of that. Yeah, and know that you're covering it up. Right.
0: <laughs> yeah. I. I just think it's the piece that he feels that his gift is missing that he's like yeah "Yeah, I want to be able to touch you and know everything that you've ever felt thought whatever but I also want to be able to know without like I want to know momentary yeah without I feel like that would be a big trade-off though I
1: still think I like ROs is definitely more valuable in my opinion I agree yeah Mm
0: -hmm.
1: so at first Aro asks Edward for permission to test his own skill on Bella, as if Bella is Edward's property. You called her a pet in the last chapter. I did call her a pet in the last (laughs) chapter. Uh, To which Edward tells him to ask her. It's it's her hand. That's that's right. (laughs) You tell him, Edward. Yeah. Despite Aro's extreme politeness, Bella is horrified at the thought of allowing him to touch her. But... She's also perversely intrigued by the chance to feel his strange skin same. I would same. be like, "Let me <laughs> yeah. touch your face. I don't want
0: to touch your hand, but l- I have to touch yeah. your cheek. This is the one time that the cheek touching should have been allowed.
1: <laughs> yes, yeah, I'm surprised it wasn't, even Renezme,
0: yeah, Those hand to cheek. I know they
1: love a face, they love a face. <laughs> Gross.
2: Gross. What was the what was the weird shit Edward did with his hands on Bella's face? Fi-
1: yeah. He like traced her eyelid. And like licked her tear <laughs> and, like, away. Yeah, he literally like, licked, licked her, her fucking tear. tear. I think like I don't know, ate a tear off of her hair or something. Yeah, he point. like he like
0: caught it with a strand of her hair and then put the hair in her mouth. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, fucking weird. What is it? A paintbrush? Is the color be by numbers? <laughs> like <laughs>
2: <Hey>, by numbers.
0: <laughs> Aro takes her
1: hand his skin was hard but felt brittle quote shale rather than granite and even colder than expected so we kind of already touched on this and Mm -hmm. why we think it probably feels that way Mm -hmm. but Bella had stumped Aro and now he wants to test her against their other talents calling on Jane next I like that he just goes straight
0: to the most extreme one next (laughs) I know not even Alec like damn Jane
1: (laughs) wait is this your plot hole yeah how come he can see their relationship and their bond? And how can Alice see Bella at all in her thoughts? I feel like we've kind of covered that, but I don't know what our reasoning like, was. Like she's but yeah. a block
2: to, she's a block to them, but not a block. Like I, I, it doesn't make sense to me. Like I feel like yeah. not all of their powers are immune.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah. we've talked about the Alice thing before, and I, for the life of me, no idea what we said about it. I'm sure we had some sort of reasoning behind it, but I don't know. I just feel like the a little plot hole. To s- yeah. To see the relationship between Edward and her would be, oh, I feel like we said it was something about the mind. Uh, it had something to do with mind versus like physical or something. So I feel like we talked about this before.
0: Bella is a shield, which means she is unaffected by any mental powers mental like powers, mind yeah. reading or Jane's pain powers because you have to like pain or whatever. Jane doesn't actually hurt the body. She only produces an illusion of pain. So Bella's immune. Bella's body is susceptible to physical powers like Jasper's and Alice's. And then I guess How that would those be Marcus. physical
2: powers
0: because Jasper is. Making your body produce those emotions. Yeah, but your emotions
2: are
1: produced from your brain. From the chemicals in your body, though. Okay. And I could argue his makes more sense than Alice, because hers is decision-based.
0: Those are – that's mental. That's thought. Yeah. She would be – I feel like she should be immune to Renesmee, but I guess she's not, because she could turn it off when she, like, learns how to shield and unshield
1: also feel like because she birthed her that there's probably some
0: sort of connection there you think <laughs> but i don't know but i, do I just, remember talking about this i just this feel and that like it's a
2: it's a bit odd like it doesn't
0: and then oh but then somebody says this is on reddit somebody says well what about in breaking dawn when kate touches her to physically zap her and it doesn't work and someone says that kate's powers are similar to jane's they're an illusion of pain that's that why bogus. she. But Bella can, like, stretch her shield out. Um. That,
1: that seems like someone's trying to cover up for Stephanie. That one, that, that seems bogus. I can see Jane's being an illusion of pain, just like the rainforest chick that... Yeah, it's Zephrina. like... Illusions. Yeah. So I can see that. But doesn't that work on Bella? <laughs> it does not. Oh, okay. <laughs> I
2: don't know. I mean, like, when I was reading this, I was like... She's immune, but not immune.
1: Yeah, I do remember us talking about this before and saying it had something to do with like mental versus physical, but. Seems weird.
2: Maybe like. Maybe like.
0: On page 584 of Eclipse, quote, Jasper's abilities affect the body physically. He really does calm your system down or excite it. It is not an illusion. And I see visions of outcomes, not the reasons and thoughts behind the decisions that create them. It's outside the mind, not an illusion either. Reality or at least one version of it. So that's why Alice can see her future, which I guess is kind of kind of explains Marcus's ability to see their bond, because that's like the reality of a a physical bond, like yeah.
2: Okay. Well, I
0: agree with seems you. Seems like it's
2: a Stephanie cover up. Well, you just like how do you I, how do you be like, oh, it's just kidding. It's only physical, not. Well, uh,
0: just, it feels like a cover up because she doesn't like. I don't think she ever need. go into depth about any of these yeah. things until it's like at the end because of the series. She, There's she, not like explanation exactly,
2: and like she has written this whole thing like she needs Alice's visions to make this story mm-hmm. happen, right? So I feel like it was total afterthought.
0: I agree, like yeah, that probably. explanation, total afterthought. We should have gotten this explanation when Alice—I mean, when Bella first learns of Alice's gift. Yeah, it should have been.
1: I mean, for an afterthought, it does still like cover. It covers most it mm-hmm, scenarios, mm-hmm. but the only one I would argue is
0: the Kate, Kate. Hers is still an illusion of pain.
1: I don't buy it. I feel like that's a cover up. Yeah. Because you fucked up a little bit.
0: <laughs> yeah. Because like. Yeah. But so when. we're OK. So when she. When there's she like does that. electricity that's doing it. Yeah. But when she does that, it's it's like done in that exercise. So Bella can like learn how to stretch and yeah. pull back her shield. So she's stretching her shield to Edward and Edward eventually can only he can like feel it a little bit. Because of her, like her shield is like covering him, so mm-hmm. it's like. Otherwise, I feel like it would be. I just lost my train of thought. I just still feel like it's a physical, like electricity. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because she thing. is touching. Yeah, Edward. She's not looking at Edward and giving him this like right. zap like Jane is. I don't know. I just think the rest of it,
1: fine. It kind of you can cover it up, but that Kate one not so fit. much. Yeah. Um, Okay, so they call on Jane next. This set Edward off, snarling at Aro in such a way that everyone else in the room watched him in disbelief. Felix is excited for some action, but Aro shot him a glance that turned Felix's excitement to a sulky expression. (laughs) Felix is like chomping at the bit to bite someone. Oh, he is. So Aro calls Jane forward and Edward launches himself at her. And before anybody could react to the situation, Edward was on the ground. No one had touched him, but he was on the floor writhing in agony. And then it all clicked for Bella, and she realized this was Jane's gift. She's a walking cruciatus curse. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. She shouted for her to stop and tries to throw herself between them, but Alice grabs her before she can. Aro recalled Jane. As, like, she's a fucking weapon. As she as, is. I mean, she is. <laughs> she's like, like, is. She's like, he's like, okay, Jane, that's enough. <laughs> as soon as she looked away, Edward was still. Do you think this would be similar to the basilisk <laughs> in Harry Potter? If you were to gouge her eyes out, would her gift still work? Because it looks like she has to be making she like.
0: She's to be looking at like, you. looking
1: at it. Yeah. Looking at you.
0: Oh, I kind of like Good that. Question. But it, no, question. Like, no. I don't I, think. Her I don't gift- think
1: it's like anything to do with her vision, though. I feel like maybe it's focus. Yeah, like, maybe. You know, she's concentrating on this and then she's like. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. If so she got know. her eyes gouged out, though, would they just grow back?
0: What? Oh, oh,
1: yeah, maybe. Well, what if you set them on fire? Scoop them out, set them on fire. I don't know. She's got kind of no eyes now.
0: Yeah, but I wonder. Didn't we say that that it regenerates? I think you have to have all the pieces to regenerate. Oh, okay. Then yeah. Then scoop them out, set them on fire, <laughs> fillet them. So rapid
1: fire. Yes or no? Would it still work without eyes? No.
0: Yes. Uh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> I can't rapid fire I, I that. I was
2: like, "What am I? What am I answering? I don't know." <laughs> I, I,
0: feel I like, don't
2: know. I really don't.
1: I feel like she could still do it without I think her she, eyes. Yeah,
2: yeah, 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 yeah. I think she can.
1: But it's just the way it's written. When she it says like she looks away and looks at Ro, and Edward's fine. I think it's the focus. Kind like, of do too. Yeah, but I still think she has to be like looking in that direction. Like I don't think she could, like I I don't think she could be like, looking at you and causing pain to Marissa just by thinking like pain to Marissa. Pain to yeah. me. I wonder.
2: Yeah, or maybe
1: how old or is Jane? Does she do that at some point?
2: <laughs> how old is Jane? 12. 12. Well, I'm like <laughs> I was like maybe with more time and practice she um, could get there, but I don't know if she's like ancient
0: and Ooh, oh. Uh. Her gift is to create an illusion of burning pain. It deceives the mind of her target into believing that the body is truly being burned alive. That's fucked up. Ew. I wonder what her
2: human trait was to cause that to be her vampire trait. We had this
1: conversation, I think, and we looked it up, and it was something just like really sadistic. Like, she's just like,
2: she's just a evil little monster,
1: like as a human child.
0: Yeah. Jane's power can only work on one object of her focus at a time, which is in contrast to Alec, who can do multiple at a time. Hmm.
1: Due to the pain Jane experienced during her burning at the stake and the anger she felt towards the villagers, after her transformation from human to vampire, she gained the supernatural talent of inflicting the mental illusion of pain on others. Mm. The illusion of burning.
2: Well, there you go. Oh, okay, well good to know yeah when was she bit while like how was she,
0: uh
2: how, how does that timing work there let's see if she was burned at the stake but became a vampire
0: yeah that's a great great question <laughs> oh my god she's only four eight Jane was born in England around 800 AD her she was born a few minutes before Alec. They were both displaying strong psychic abilities that were evident even in their human state. Aro was made aware of Jane and her brother through the thoughts of a visiting nomad. Aro had shown interest in adding Jane and her brother to the guard but decided to wait until they were old enough to turn them as the Volturi had already instated rules about immortal children and left them the care of their parents. Their talents had not taken a focused shape at that point but the bad things had happened around. But bad things tended to happen to people who were unkind to the twins and their family, and good luck followed those who were friendly to them. Eventually, the superstitious locals found the twins too frightening to endure. They were accused as witches and condemned to be burned at the stake. Aro was apprised of the situation by a nomad who knew of Aro's interest in the twins, and Aro hurried to the village just in time to interrupt the execution. Transformed at the age of about 12 or 13. They were the smallest and the youngest vampires in appearance as well as the most prized members of the guard due to their incredibly powerful gift. But then it says due to the pain Jane experienced while burning at the stake.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I guess maybe they were are, they were probably already on the stake and burning and Aro arrived and just did a quick little village annihilation and and turned them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oof. Noted.
1: Edward got to his feet and was horror struck when he realized Jane had locked in on Bella. Horror was quickly replaced by relief when he realized Jane was having no effect on her. Jane was no longer smiling. She glared at Bella. Her jaw clenched with intensity and focus, but nothing came of it. Aro is thoroughly amused by this. He is in awe of Bella's ability to deflect them all. He is impressed by Edward enduring the wrath of Jane in silence. He says... Quote, I asked Jane to do that to me once just out of curiosity. Like breaking a taser out at a party. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Can't say we haven't done that before. (laughs) We definitely can't
0: say we haven't done that before.
1: (laughs) I was like, do it on me next, Jane. (laughs) Come on. Do me next. (laughs) Do me next. Shout out. I could take it. Shout out, Zach
2: (laughs) and Skylar.
1: Mm -hmm. So now the moment they've all been waiting for. And, the taser. <laughs> and Who? the taser. Oh, and the taser. <laughs> and my dad for buying me the taser. Anyway,
2: <laughs> <laughs> shout out to
1: tasers. <laughs> yeah. Party tricks. <laughs> now, the moment they've all been waiting for, what to do about all of this? Aro asks Edward if he's changed his mind, offering him a place in their cup in. No shot. After being shut down by Edward, Aro hopefully asks Alice, and she politely declines with a no, thank you. Lastly, he turns to Bella,
0: inviting her to join them. Could you fucking imagine? She was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> she was like, if this is the only way I'll get turned, let's fucking go. <laughs> yeah. Well,
1: this catches Caius's attention. He's like, uh, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> and Aro thinks they haven't seen such promising prospect of talent since finding Jane and Alec. Mm-hmm. So, full circle here. Mm-hmm. Bella senses that Edward is about to burst with rage, so she just whispers a... No, thank you, to Aro. and Edward suspects this is a join or die situation given the room they are in. So he's just gonna let them all die.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: What is Edward's problem? Okay. I mean,
0: I mean, if Bella if, if had said truly, yes, I
2: mean, I, I mean, like obviously, yes is not a good answer, but he's. I mean, they let basically they let deciding Carlyle that go.
1: it's gonna be a no. I don't yeah, know. but Carlisle was like already part of them and yeah, then they let him leave. That's true. Um, I think Edward is banking on the fact that Aro would see that as a waste.
0: Yeah, To kill so. them? Yeah.
1: So Aro claims they were already convened here awaiting Heidi's return and Kaya speaks up again. They are in the hands of the law now. Bella knows too much and Edward has exposed their secrets and Edward argues that they have humans of their own. In the know, too. Like, Gianna. I almost said Gina. (laughs) Caius is amused by the argument, but they will end their humans when they are no longer useful, and points out that Edward won't do the same with Bella should she cause any problems. He also points out that Edward has no intention of turning Bella. He finished with the point that only Bella's life is forfeit, (laughs) for she's the problem. Alice and Edward are free to leave. (laughs) Aro interrupted, inquiring if perhaps Edward does intend to turn Bella. And Edward says, quote, "And if I do," Aro smiled, happy again. Quote, "Why, then you would be free to go home and give my regards to my friend Carlyle." Mm-hmm. He's such a little, such a little rat. Hi, I <laughs> was going to say Aro. weasel Yeah,
0: <laughs> I literally, I love, love him. Though.
1: He's yeah. smart. He's very eccentric. He's smart, eccentric. He's got all of it going on. He's a great
0: villain. Victoria, not so much. He's like a Negan. Yeah. I like, hate to like him. But
1: I even- wish we saw more of Aro. Yeah. Well, maybe there's more of him in the that so yeah. We just don't remember. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. So Bella
2: eats up this little opportunity and tells Bella that he must turn her and that he
0: must mean it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I thought... I thought Aro said, you have to mean it if you say it.
2: No, that's like the whole loophole that Edward's trying to get at. Is he'll be like, yeah, I'll He's turn He's like, yeah, her. I'll do it. And, and then, then I thought I was like, yeah, but do you, it.
0: I thought Aro was like, you have to mean it. No. Are you no, saying Bella said that or she's thinking that? She I think told both Edward. of them I think it. both of them are yeah. like,
1: you got to mean it, buddy, or else it's going to be a problem. I think Aro says it first, saying you have to mean it. Mm-hmm. And then, like a couple lines down, Bella like whispers to him, "Like you have to, you have to mean it." Like, mm. so I think it comes from both, both of them. Of them. Both? Yeah, yeah. Okay.
2: And while this is happening, Bella kind of thinks to herself, "Like, was this really such a loathsome idea? Like, would he rather die than change her?" Yeah. Which honestly, that that's kind of lo. That's kind of a heavy thing to think about. Like. He would seriously rather die than change her. He believes that she'll
0: die an innocent human and go to heaven, and he'll just be in vampire purgatory. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's still he's, he's still holding thinking. true that he's going to save her soul by not killing yeah. her. Yeah. yeah.
1: Even though last chapter he was more than willing to believe that he's in that he had a soul and there was an afterlife and this was heaven until he was like, "You still smell really good, so maybe this is hell." But regardless, afterlife. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. So while this was kind of happening, Alice steps forward and her hand is outstretched in front of her, and Aro grabbed her arm, seeing all of her thoughts, and he's just kind of sitting there, you know, thinking for a while, and, like, a lot of time goes by, and Belle's like, okay, what's taking so long? Like, what's happening? And then Aro suddenly broke away from Alice, laughing and claiming that seeing inside Alice's head was fascinating. And he was able to see the things Alice could see, which includes the future. So not only could he see her past, but he can see all the visions she's had of the future. That's crazy.
1: Imagine, like, arrows combined with Edward's analysis. Bro. Like, as one.
2: Yeah, what happens if he touches two people at the same time? I imagine he can't Would it be like a soup, like a... <laughs> a soup. Just a, I don't know why. A soup, soup of knowledge soup came into my brain, but. Um,
1: Short circuit.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, he has his eyes closed. He's focusing, and then he, like, you know, breaks away and he's like, oh, you guys are good to go. No issues here. Like, there's. <laughs> he's like, oh, we're good. See you later. And, like, there's no, like, context, but we know that he saw visions of bella being turned in the future so mm-hmm. he was like oh you know what we're good it's happening and um so basically he's like no issues goodbye me all can leave and caius looked bitter caius case caius caius okay looked bitterly disappointed however Aro insisted that even if they do not join us today there's always a chance that they will in the future so I guess I didn't think about this, but I wonder if he saw anything about that as well. I'm
0: sure Alice was able to kind of like fabricate a future. Yeah. Like vision of if she's like okay, like I'm I'm going to decide to join them, like then sh- then they're going to, potent- Aro's potentially going to get a vision of yeah them being part of the Volturi.
2: Yeah, because in my head, I was thinking, oh, it's just a vision of Bella turning. But then just now, I was like, oh, maybe he actually saw them like joining the Volturi potentially in the future. Yeah. Right. So Bella wondered if Aro knew how subjective Alice's visions were or not. I mean, I think that's a little detail that they, Alice and the rest of them purposefully left out. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, except for the fact that she says when they get there like, "Oh, I'm I'm in she's like, "I am infallible," like I'm far from accurate. She she says it right when they get there. Cuz Aro is like, "Oh, like, see Edward thought you infallible and she's like, "Oh, nope, I am far from fallible." But
1: I I mean, yeah, she does say also, that, but he, I think he thinks that like what she modest. fucked up with yeah. was just simply misinterpreting. The vision not, not that it didn't happen mm. but what about like
2: Reddit? was he not able to like see in her brain her visions also like changing no because if she's just thinking situation, like situation she's just
1: thinking of a single decision that's what he's gonna say yeah. no i know but
2: i'm saying like he can see everything so wouldn't he be able to see the variations of oh, her oh, visions oh. like like in the past, past. And seeing like that, they are subjective and change based on different things that happen.
1: Mm, Wouldn't he be able yeah. to
2: kind of figure that out? Yeah, or, like, maybe. See that?
1: But I guess that kind of goes back to the argument of how far is he looking? Yeah, like, right. Is he seeing everything, or is he just seeing? Or he's just really fascinated momentary. by her
2: ability and kind of overlooks that.
0: Yeah, I yeah.
2: I
1: just picture him being like, Ooh, like.
2: I can see the future, like, uh, (laughs) just picture him being, like, so excited about about just being able to see that. Totally. I mean, I don't know, but I just feel like if he can truly see every single thought and every single memory, there's no way to conceal that you can't, literally can't lie, because in your brain you would have had the thought that it was a lie at some point, or whatever.
1: Well, I guess he doesn't know that they're, like, lies, but he would be able to figure out that it's, like... (laughs) decision-based <laughs> so bella wondered if our own knew how subjective alice's
2: visions were that she could make up her mind to change bella today and then decide to change that decision tomorrow and it would affect the future but like we just talked about we don't really know and besides if edward was willing to die rather than turn bella would her immortality be unannoyance an to him <laughs> Bella felt herself sinking back into depression. She literally oh said
0: she didn't even care that she, like, however many chapters ago, she was like, I don't care. I would just, like, follow him forever and, like, he wouldn't need any distractions because it's just, I would be there. Yeah. She's like, I don't care if he doesn't want me. It doesn't matter. I'm going to be there forever. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, she's just, I don't have
2: any words to describe Bella. Anyway. Edward then confirmed that the three of them were good to leave and Aro said yes and insisted that they visit again. Caius also promised that they will be visiting the three of them as well to be sure that they follow through on their side of the deal. So to prove that they turned Bella, eventually. Mm-hmm. Aro at- then asked that they wait down below until darkness, and that kind of, like, unnerved Edward. Because, like, they're trying to get the fuck out of there. So yeah. the fact that they had to kind of rightfully Still so. hang out for a bit until it got dark was...
0: Yeah. little unnerving,
2: which I guess makes you wonder. So it's approximately... It's probably like 1230 now. Twelve, Yeah, so they would have to wait down there hours. Like, At least six. Discuss, uh, yeah, no. Aro then made Edward take Felix's coat. Edward was a little conspicuous, so that's why he made him take his coat. Because cloak. he's topless
0: this whole time, let's
2: not forget. Yeah. Yeah. He's
0: literally shirtless this mm-hmm. whole time. Mm-hmm.
2: I also feel like maybe it was a little, like, reminder, like... Volturi is
0: here. Mm. Mm.
2: Take this cloak.
0: <laughs> yeah, enjoy this souvenir.
2: <laughs> Don't forget about us because we will not forget about you. I'm coming back for you. my cloak. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they then said their goodbyes and Dimitri gestured that the three of them followed her out. Uh, Edward pulled Bella swiftly along. Alice was close by her other side. Alice seemed chagrined. Oh, mm-hmm. Drink, please. Yeah.
1: Like, I would if I had any more water. It's been a while since that <laughs>
2: that word came up. Pop the button. So they're, they're walking down this tunnel like to try and get to, well, I guess they're not leaving, but wherever they're going. And then they heard a babble of voices, and a large crowd was coming through a little door filling the small stone chamber. And Dimitri motioned for them to make room, so the three of them kind of pressed against the the cold wall and let this large mass of people walk past them. And Bella could hear Auro's voice down the corridor-, corridor welcoming their guests. And some of the individuals who were in motion seemed like they were tourists and they were, you know, intrigued by the architecture of whatever tunnel they're in, which is why I'm so confused about this office building, but whatever. And then <laughs> many of them just looked confused, like they didn't know what was happening. And then I didn't, I didn't write this in my notes, but there was some lady who was like holding her cross, like, like walking very nervously. Like, yeah, she
0: was the only one that was like, something is not the fuck right here. Yeah.
2: Like there was one lady, she was holding her cross, like walking nervously. And that's kind of what made Bella like start to realize like
0: what What was happening. happening. Imagine though, like that, seeing the three of them leaving, or I guess the four of them leaving, like, yeah is putting, like, everybody else that's going in, like, total it is. Like, oh, look, another, like, little private tour that just, like, wow, can't, like, wonder where they're going now. Yeah. Yeah. They should do that every once in a while. (laughs) Let people actually take a real tour while while food is coming in. Yeah.
2: Edward pulled Bella's face against his chest, and as soon as the smallest break appeared, Edward pushed her quickly towards the door, and tears were beginning to pool in Bella's eyes because she's kind of realizing what's about to go down. So the ornate golden hallway was quiet and empty except for one gorgeous statuesque woman. woman, And this was Heidi. Heidi and Dimitri exchanged some words before Heidi followed the large crowd into the room. Heidi was not only the fisher, but also the bait.
0: Mm -hmm, Because she's a hottie.
2: Yep. And then Edward set a pace now that had Bella running to keep up and somehow didn't fall. But they did not make it out in time before all of the screaming started.
0: Ugh. That's horrific. And that's where we end off. You would think at that point, like, he would just pick her up and they would just, like, shoot down the hall, like, quick.
2: Well, that's why I'm confused because I'm, like, like, they have to to wait underground, but they're running. Like, where are they running? Where are they going to go?
0: Just, like, away. Just Yeah,
1: Yeah. just to get away from the bloodbath that's about to ensue. Mm. What do you think, like, so like the group walks in.
0: Mhm.
1: What do you think like the the, the like, ruse was? No, like the like the doom. Like what do you think they like how do they present it? You know, are they like ripping their cloaks off and they're like we're shiny little vampires or that? Like-
0: uh, <laughs> no, because there's not a whole lot of sunlight in there. I think that one they come into the room and probably Aro or somebody I would imagine one of the main three get someone like nothing fun, just like no, they're not they're not into the fanfare, not at this big age.
2: Yeah, I feel like they just get right to, and they're not eating that often. But this goes to my point earlier: like, how does this how does this event go unnoticed? Like, it's
0: because they're getting they're not getting like families and shit. They're getting like, like.
2: That's, like, a good chunk of people. They're like, getting
0: nomads. They're getting solo travelers. Conveniently all disappear
2: while they're headed into some tour of this office building. They're like, getting
0: solo travelers in a group. They're not getting, like, travelers. families and shit.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Or just, they're taking
0: the whole family. I don't know. It just seems... Yeah, but then a whole family goes missing on vacation. Yeah. Happens all the time.
2: Well, sure, <laughs> but... I feel like if you were a detective, these pieces could fit together.
0: That's why they don't do it that often.
2: Okay, fine. Fine. They're not going to get caught.
0: How (laughs) often do you think they eat? I don't think they eat that often. That makes you. That makes you, that makes that you wonder too. Do they like
2: pull in big crowds and then like save some of the no humans or I they just sort of fucking feel like... eat them all at once and then
0: oh they're then gluttons live. for sure they're so hungry because they're not eating that often and also I feel like they probably each eat three minimum.
2: Do vampires get full? Like, like
0: yeah, I'm sure they're like satiated for sure and
2: get full. Can a vampire just keep going or do do they have to save leftovers? I
0: think they probably get, get like <laughs> like blood sick. Like, you blood know, when sick. you like get yeah. a little. <laughs> Someone said,
1: <laughs> how are their eating habits considered inconspicuous? They literally disappear an entire busload of tourists on a regular basis. Not sure how many or how often, but if it's 30 people per month, that's 360 murders a year. Which would single-handedly double the Italian murder rate? Yeah, and Volterra is supposed to be the safest city in the right. Yeah, that was from Guilty Pleasures '82. Oh, and um, that's why I read it. Read it.
2: That's what I'm saying.
0: I mean, it's a plot hole for sure.
2: Yeah. All
0: right. All right well. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, see you guys next week. Bye. Bella. But so that was
2: his point. He was like, she has a cool following. Like she would win. She would win. Yeah.
0: She has what Kanye wants. Yeah. <laughs> Truly.
1: <coughs> There's a frog in my throat. <laughs> but when I would- played it back, clear as day.
0: Friday. Friday? <laughs> I was like. What are you doing on Friday? <laughs> on Friday, I did this. <laughs> on Friday, and then you, I can't think of You, you did it. If I, was just, I
2: think about it, it, I won't.
0: You had said you, that you're regular Friday, and then you went, and on Saturday. I was like, oh, my God. She's turning into a country star in front of her very eyes. Very Georgia did something to me. Georgia did do something to yeah. you. <laughs>